0: This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathart. Are the FBI and Energy Department right about the lab leak? How did Dr. Fauci answer that question? We're going to get to that in just a minute here. The first batch of hearings yesterday regarding the COVID origin lab leak, and it's not a theory. You have two intelligence agencies are saying... With low confidence, that is the most likely scenario. So I'm very curious to hear how he answers this, but I want to get to this story first, John, because we've been already getting taxed this morning eight seven four ninety three ninety, eight seven four, ninety three ninety. Uh what wh- what happened with the Jefferson City school bus driver yesterday?
1: Pretty weird story, wasn't it? Yeah, it's crazy. This is a- This was a deal. Apparently, the bus driver is taken to the Cole County Jail after an incident just outside the East City limits of Jefferson City. Uh, Apparently, the bus driver got into it with the kids on the bus, got mad at them, threw them all off the bus. And then one of the kids apparently had enough sense to call the bus company and told the drivers, so they put them back on the bus. Then he decided he'd allegedly mow down a bunch of mailboxes and did like he hit the mailboxes and then pulled forward and then for good measure, put it
0: in reverse, revved up the engine and backed over him again. Is it
1: safe to say that the bus driver went postal?
0: Uh, I would say. Uh, and I am I just have this image of the bus driver from The Simpsons who was always, <laughs> Hey, little dude. Yeah, you got some good music today? Sit down. <laughs> that's, that's the picture I get. And the other thing that, that <laughs> makes... And, and I, I apologize if the appropriate response is... To not be laughing at that, but I'm just. This, no one was hurt. <laughs> nobody was hurt except for the mailboxes. Some property owners that are going to have to fix those mailboxes. But there are some jobs like you can't have a bad day. And I think that falls under the guise of one of those, this is a job, this is a profession, you're really not allowed to have a bad day. And it makes me wonder what had happened, what was going on in that bus driver's personal life, what had happened that day that he was having such a bad day. Now, I get it. I can imagine. I know how I behaved on the hill. We used to get high with our bus driver, Cat, in St. Louis back in the early 80s when we were going to high school. Old Cat. We'd get high with him every morning. And I know how kids behaved on school buses. It's insane. It's crazy. They're yelling, especially when they're going home from school, because now they're all amped up. They finish school for the day, and they're going to go home and have some Oreo cookies and milk. They get a little excited about that stuff. Uh, and the other thing that strikes me is a
1: student called the, the school bus company. <laughs> well, with this day and age, you know, what kid on a school bus doesn't have a camera running? And, I mean, they were apparently... Videos making the rounds from people in other vehicles and kids on the bus. And also, this guy's, you know, he's facing, you know, endangerment of a child and careless and imprudent driving and all this. You know, it's big mess. It's uh, not funny. It's right funny. So, but it's not funny. <laughs> If it was your kid, you probably would not see the humor in it. Yeah, and I think the, the the kid didn't call the parents, didn't
0: call the Jefferson City Police Department. The kid called the bus company, and I kind of give whoever that kid was, I kind of give them kudos. Olivia Henry is a 7th grader. She spoke with our news buds at ABC 17.
2: The bus driver kept yelling at us to sit down, and the bus monitor was, like, screaming at us to, like, sit down.
0: Now, I don't have a problem with that. If the kid- because right you're driving a bus with and I don't know how many kids were on that bus, and if the kids aren't sitting down and you eventually got to start screaming and yelling, in my opinion, that is appropriate, even if they were yelling at my three grandkids on a school bus and they were acting fools and don't do it, and they weren't doing what they were told, it's like my dad said he said, I don't like kids, but i I love my kids, uh and you nobody, and we didn't know yeah, the smart.
1: protocols too, you know, if you have yeah. kids acting up, you're immediately supposed to pull the bus over and then try and you know. Make sure it stops safely and then then deal with it, yeah, because you're a bus driver and three o'clock in the afternoon
0: traffic starts getting a little hectic in places uh so you got to keep safety in mind if kids are up running around you're not sitting down i think it is appropriate to yell at them sit down do what you're told my dad always gave everybody listen if my kids are acting up and it gets to a point where you need to raise your voice you, you go right ahead and do it but you you do not ever ever hit my kids that's not what happened here olivia henry uh seventh grader has more and
2: then eventually they stopped at um the road i don't remember what it
0: was Mm -hmm. and um they made us get off the bus crazy one of those jobs, you can't have a bad day. Welcome to the show. It's Wake Up Mid-Missouri. I'm Brandon Rather. There's Mr. Brian Halsworth. good to see sir. Good to see you, too, man. Uh, SEC tournament, real quickly, Mizzou. Uh, so they, they're in action tomorrow, then? Or?
3: They're in action tomorrow. Oh, cool. um, that came up at the ready board meeting yesterday. There was representatives representative for Mizzou. We think ballpark. We don't have the exact time. About 245. and We don't know the opponent, but it'll be the quarterfinals in Nashville. This will be men's. Women's, obviously, uh, got a beat last week. And I'm a... Four seed, the the number four seed exactly. But we don't have a time, is what I'm saying. Yeah. How about Coach Gates, man? They made,
0: um, made basketball exciting this year. After this is his first season, love the excitement it's generated agree. here in uh, in mid Missouri. And even if they don't do well in the SEC tournament, I'm assuming they're going to go to uh, to the final they're four. In, they're in for sure. Well, they're they're into the tournament for sure. Ranked 25th in the country right now. There is producer Hannah. Hello. Glad you could make it this morning. Thanks. Hannah, you're running a little late, but you're having a bad day. But you're not dealing with kids,
1: <laughs> you know. Well, that's up for debate. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Hannah's kind of the bus driver of this this challenge, but
0: <laughs> uh, and uh, there's Mr. John Marsh. Here, sir. Uh, my name is Brandon Rathert. Staff out today. Text. Phone number 874-9390. Mark getting points already. Mark might be a winner of the week tomorrow. Every feel good Friday eight thirty five. We wear red to remember everybody deployed, uh, and we do, we do winners and losers of the week. Mark gets points. So you're saying the students threw the school bus driver under the bus?
2: <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> you good.
0: That's you get points for that Hannahism. All right. Yesterday hearings dc regarding the the uh covid origins and here's why this story is important it's not even about covid it's about the way the media about the way that the news said well if you think it came from a lab you're being racist that's how far these these people with that mindset with that progressive mindset that's how far they stretch well if you dare question where it came from if you think it came from a lab you're racist that's how weak-minded these people are Matter of fact, you know who the White House honored yesterday? It's uh, Yesterday was Nash was it Women's Day, Hannah?
1: Yeah, International Women's Day.
0: And I think this is Women's Month, the month of March. Did you hear who the White House honored as a woman of the year yesterday? Oh, my God. They honored a dude who thinks he's a chick. How disgusting is that? My goodness. Matter of fact, Tobler hosts the Tobler Show weekdays eight. Uh, excuse me, at four o'clock in the afternoon. He's here at eight ten this morning. He's going to cover more on that. Meanwhile, Fauci yesterday. Anderson Cooper. Anderson asks him this question. Dr. Fauci, it's good to see you. Are the FBI and Energy Department right about the lab leak? First of all. Or a guy who lied to us and was arrogant in claiming, I am science. Remember when Fauci said, I am science. What an arrogant thing to say. You immediately lose credibility for saying something like that. How did he answer the question? You probably already know the answer.
3: Well, it's very tough to to tell that, uh, Anderson, because they're talking about...
0: No, because it conflicts with your money, the research, the companies you were involved with, the work they were doing with the Wuhan lab, that's why it's difficult to say. It's hard to accept facts and change your mind. I get it. As a matter of fact... Coming up later this morning, we're going to be covering some of the inner workings of those Fox texts between Fox TV personalities and what they were saying about the election of 2020. And this is probably going to change a lot of people's minds. And it's uncomfortable, especially when you believe something real and you believe something hard for a long time. And then new facts come out that say, man, even the people at Fox. They weren't believing the idea of a stolen election in 2020. You start to see the the behind-the-scenes text between people like Hannity and Carlson, all of whom I admire what they do. Hannity's here today at 2 o'clock. It, it, uh, I think, will change more people's minds about... Oh, yeah, man, maybe this election thing, maybe it wasn't stolen and the news and Fox ran with it and stuff. Those are some revealing texts. So I get it. It's hard to change your mind when you believe something hard and long for a long time. And that's where Fauci is
3: information that they have that we don't have privy to. So we don't really know they have made opinions on low confidence from the Department of Energy and moderate confidence i believe from the fbi so i don't think there's a really correct and verifiable answer to your question
0: but you have two intelligence quote-unquote intelligence agencies saying hey uh so low confidence and moderate confidence but you know what they haven't given low and moderate confidence uh confidence ratings to not to the idea that it came from a bat in a in a food market they they didn't say it about about the the market theory didn't say that and this is the most likely idea at this point that's something to remember they were saying even though it's low confidence and moderate conference uh, confidence this positively absolutely positively beyond a doubt this is the most likely of the scenarios so when you have fauci saying i am science to protect his financial interest that's bs and this is important because Let's say you're new. You're bummed out about what's happening to your retirement plan. Maybe you're a younger person. You're frustrated how much you're paying for eggs, milk and gas and all that stuff. And the whole up and down roller coaster of the illegal idea of trying to let students out of their college student debt loans, despite the fact they sign their name on the dotted line. Yes, I will pay this back. And then Joe Biden takes them on a roller coaster. It looks like After Supreme Court heard arguments last week, what we know right now, we're probably not going to know a decision on that until uh, June. It looks like the justices are like, yeah, you can't do this, Joe. You just can't do it. Uh, This stuff matters because you have a progressive mindset that is in the White House. You have a half and half progressive mindset that is in the U.S. Senate. You have some mid-Missouri towns like Columbia, for example, they're progressives and they think it's okay without parents' permission to take kids to to an event where there's drag performers, despite the fact that the jaws of the CPS knew that they're going to be drag performers there. That's the mindset. That's why this stuff matters. As Chris Cuomo said uh, has said before in trying to espouse more progressive ideas, elections matter. He's right. And this is one of those reasons that elections matter. Off the tax, 874-9390. Fauci paid for the virus, put him in a compromised position. Uh, if it came from a lab, yep. Alan, I'm tired of the fake news media putting out a bunch of lies about COVID. That's why I watch Fox News. They always tell me the truth of what's going on. Uh, and then back to the school bus story. And forgive me, I can't speak for John. I don't know why he's laughing. But I'm laughing because I have a sense of humor about what happened in Jefferson City. No kids hurt yesterday. Apparently a PO'd bus driver telling kids to get off the bus. Apparently they weren't sitting down. Bus driver and bus monitor telling the kids sit down. They wouldn't do it pulled the bus over got the kids off the bus then they got back on the bus backed into some mailboxes pulled forward apparently allegedly and then for good measure backed up over them sean says when the kids were put off the bus one uh one of them probably saw the if you don't like my driving please call 1-800 blah 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 i always thought if i were if i worked for a company where i spent a lot of my day on the road driving and you see those phone numbers on the back. John says, if you don't, how's my driving? Call this mm-hmm. phone number. It's the snitch line. Uh, I always wanted to put, put a bumper sticker on one of the Zimmer vehicles. It says, how's my driving? Don't like it? Call 1-800-EAT-CRAP. That's what I would go for the phone number. <laughs> coming, coming up, daily DC rundown.
3: A uh, big one today. Day. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathart. Is a, a correct time for federal intervention to protect our
0: constituents and our staff. Senate Republican Leader Mitch McConnell getting us into today's daily D.C. rundown. That's him uh, commenting on folks in Washington, D.C., in the Senate, saying, hey, uh, this crime, this what, what you want to do with crime laws in the District of Columbia, that's B.S. Now, he said that. Before he fell yesterday, it's not funny he fell. he hurt himself apparently hospitalized not the first time that he fell. apparently. and here's the other thing by the way, Mitch McConnell is 81 years old. 81 years old. he has he has been uh, in uh, in Congress almost 40 years. almost 40 years. He is older than Joe Biden. He's 81, so when we talk, and I know there's not a lot of fans of of Mitch McConnell probably in this audience this morning, but the people in Kentucky keep electing him. They keep electing him. He's apparently at a restaurant. He tripped at a local uh, or at a hotel, tripped Wednesday evening, hurt himself enough that he ended up in the hospital. Meanwhile, I think Joe's, I think Joe's, well, I don't think he's getting wise, John, but he's siding with Republicans On this issue, Senate voted to block New District of Columbia crime laws and overrule the city government as they should. As lawmakers, by the way, in both parties, even Democrats are like, man, D.C., because they're looking at places like New York, San Francisco, Seattle, Portland, Oregon, St. Louis... They're looking at these cities and saying, man, this is a mess because people are electing leaders for the wrong reasons. They're electing them because, well, they're woke or they have this skin color or they like dudes or whatever. And we see the mess that is, that is happening. And that's what's happening in the District of Columbia. Both parties expressing concern about rising violent crime rates. So D.C.'s answer, let's lessen. Let's lessen punishment for serious crimes. This is insane, man. Joe said he will sign the Republican resolution which passed the Senate 8114. 8- now here's why I think he is uh, doing it. I'd like to say he thinks because he knows he's getting honest with himself. Getting honest with himself because crime is that bad from democratic progressive leaders things are that bad. But I'm wondering if he's saying, "Listen, I sided with Republicans on the DC crime bill thing. Now why don't you sign on to my deal?" Regarding a proposed federal budget, Joe said this would cut deficits by nearly $3 trillion over the next decade. And here's the next thing that makes me believe that theory that I have that he's just he's signing on to this dc crime bill with republicans because he's going to say two things number one he's going to say see i sided with you on this now you side with this, this is wake up mid missouri with brandon rathard missions in the eric agreement that stopped us from being able to go after voter fraud those were some of the provisions that i suggested needed to be changed if i was going to continue in it but i am happy if this means that the missouri independent is finally concerned about making sure that elections are well run
3: and the people make the decision
0: missouri Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft on Wake Up Mid-Missouri the other morning. Hear that interview. That is posted uh, and it's separately posted of the Wake Up Mid-Missouri podcast. You can go to 93.9 TheEagle.com KWOS.com Go to the Wake Up Mid-Missouri podcast and you'll find the interview with Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft after he was on our show the other day and incidentally he was responding to a very partisan headline uh, from the Missouri um, Independent. Uh, This is after Missouri. He withdrew Missouri from Eric. Now, uh, Eric Electronic Registration Information Center, nonprofit organization, in the U.S. operated and financed by state elections agencies and chief election officials. Basically, every other couple of months. ERIC states submit their voter registration data and motor vehicle licensing data to ERIC uh, that's compared with information like social security uh, death data. It identifies voters who have moved voters who have died and others with duplicate registrations within a state's database. And, I, and I've told this story before and I'll tell it again. When I came back home here to Missouri in 2015, before I went to register to uh, to vote, I was still registered to vote in Florida where I came from. But what was weird is I was still registered to vote in idaho too i could have went and registered in missouri uh and i don't know if the the clerk at the time um would have uh would have caught that but i i think it's a it's an interesting story in my my opinion so that was secretary of state jay ashcroft and the reason he pulled missouri out of the group uh he said it, one of them is a requirement that member states send mailings to eligible but unregistered voters Uh, He said, quote, Eric focuses on adding names to voter rolls by requiring a solicitation, by requiring a solicitation to individuals who already had an opportunity to register vote and made the conscious decision not to be registered. Uh, So now let's get reaction from the Missouri Association of County Clerks and uh, Election Officials. Brianna Lennon is the Boone County Clerk. We want to welcome you into the show. Uh, so let's start with this, the Missouri Association of County Clerks, Election Officials. What is their reaction to this?
2: Um, hey, yeah. Good morning. Um, and I'm uh, the secretary of the board right now. Okay. But um, so the association is a bipartisan group. It's all of the election authorities in the state. Uh, and there's 116 of us. So our role at the local level is to maintain the voter rolls. Um, using the tools that we get from the secretary of state's office that's how we're able to do that and so i think that your example about registering and already being registered in florida and in Idaho in 2015 was a perfect example of what we were able to accomplish when we were part of eric eric uh was something that we started to get access to in 2018 um it was the, the secretary uh got us on the board at that time which was a great decision and uh, we've been able to accomplish things like removing dead voters that pass away in member states that don't pass away in Missouri Uh, there's no other way for us to access that information there's no other way for us to access out-of-state moves Um, and there have been cases last year there were two identified cases out of St. Charles that the secretary Um, brought to the attention of law enforcement of people that voted in both St. Charles and in Florida. So there were so many benefits to this to make our voter rolls clean. And as an association, we're just uh, hopeful that maybe there will be an alternative. Um, Really what we want to convey is that this was an incredible resource and it's now uh, needing to be replaced because we have a hole in our information that we didn't have before. Um, we needed to use Eric to be able to keep our roles up to date. And especially going into the 2024 election cycle, uh, we're gonna need some sort of alternative because now we have to go back to the antiquated days of exactly how you still were on the roll in Florida and in Idaho. We have to rely on the mail. Uh, when we send out a sample ballot or a voter ID card and it gets returned to us, that's the only time that we know somebody's moved. And we have to do that canvas process every two years. In Boone County, for example, we do it every election. That's one of the reasons we send out sample ballots. Um, but that's still a huge lag in inefficiency. Uh, so having that, having some sort of state to state comparison was extremely beneficial.
0: So the Missouri Association of County Clerks, Election Officials, is every county clerk a member of this? Every Correct. county clerk in Missouri, every single one?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. All right. And so, is everybody uh, on board with this? The over, uh, uh, as far as the reaction is concerned, I'm wondering about county clerk like Steve Korsmeyer in Cole County or the Callaway County uh, 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 election official. Uh, is everybody on board with this?
2: So we generally do not make public statements on behalf of the organization. Uh, this was in a. A unique case, uh, the president of the association right now is a Cape Girardeau county clerk. Mm-hmm. And we have an executive board um, as well. And with the important impact on us as local election authorities, um, the association thought it was important to release a statement that okay. and say how important it was to us that we were a part of ERIC.
0: And who was that in Cape Girardeau that issued the statement?
2: Um, what well, was issued on behalf of right. the executive board. It's just at the time the president right now is Kara uh, Clark Summers in Cape Girardeau County.
0: All right. Our guest, uh, Boone County Clerk. Brianna Lennon talking about Missouri's decision to pull out of Eric.
3: Uh, Brianna, thank you for your time and, um, and and again a very interesting issue. We obviously had the secretary on the other day to address this, and I'm sure this will continue to get attention. I want to tie in with what you you and Brandon j- just talked about. You mentioned in some cases you have to canvass and in uh, and, and mail and literally you go door to door in some cases. I'm thinking of all the counties in our listening area, and I would think Boone County, specifically Columbia, with how transient it is with students moving in and out all the time, that is, I, I just wonder about how much, your staff, I've been to your office, you don't have a whole lot of people, it's a bipartisan office, or an, you know, you've got you know, X amount of employees there, how do they have time to do that?
2: Well, actually, that's a great example because we're going to be doing that right now. The sample ballots for the April election will be hitting mailboxes um, today, tomorrow, Saturday. And even though we run it through, I mean, we have some good tools. We have the national change of address. We can go through the national change of address and make sure that anybody that's on that list doesn't get a sample ballot and that we canvass them separately. That was about a thousand people uh, over this sample ballot mailing, but we will get literally thousands trays back from the post office of returned mail from our sample ballots and those all have to be individually typed into the voter registration system so that they generate what's called a resident confirmation notice, which is a letter, a letter that says, Hey, we think that you moved. Can you please confirm that you've moved? Um and we do that after every sample ballot mailing. So that's how we keep things clean. This is very intensive and inefficient process. Uh, and the Eric reports allowed us to do a much more uh, electronic, efficient process where we could, like, upload the data, and it just generated those resident confirmation notices. And, so I, w- I will miss that. All right. we will miss that.
0: Brianna, I got to ask. So a couple of things. So whenever Eric was, whenever Missouri signed on to, and I think there's a total of 32, 31 states that are part of Eric. Uh, Jason was he, Jason Kander the Secretary of State when he signed us into this? No,
2: no. Um, Secretary of State Ashcroft signed us in in
0: 2018. All right. Uh, and then Kara Clark's, and you know, I got to ask Kara Clark Simmons, you said she's the, the president of the Missouri Association of County Clerks and Election Officials. And I got to ask Brianna, uh, is she a Democrat?
2: No, she's a Republican okay I, I mean most of the county clerks in the state are yeah. Republican mm-hmm. and save so, for a couple of us
0: okay <laughs> you being one of those I appreciate <laughs> and, that and
2: we do all I will say this we do all obviously have our own individual opinions when mm-hmm. I spoke you know earlier I earlier this week I was speaking on my own behalf but the association thought it was an important enough issue that we as local election authorities wanted to make sure that we had, you know, encouragement to get into another system because it is so important for our processes. All
0: right. Boone County Clerk, Brianna Lennon, joining us this morning on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Anything you want to add before we let you go?
2: No, I appreciate it. I think you guys do great and I
0: love, having, I love being on your show. Uh, well, I, I will say this. Ashcroft over the years has always been complimentary of the work uh, you do. And I had a question here. Uh, I've been hearing. So Pat Fowler, City. Uh, she's uh, um, on the, she's a, uh, gosh, what the heck is she? City Councilwoman in Columbia. Uh, I'm losing my words this morning. Um, she says she's dropped, she's dropped out of the race. Her name is still on the ballot. Uh, I went to her uh, campaign site. It's still up, which I guess there's nothing illegal about that. But I'm just curious, because the ward she is from, incredibly progressive like her. That's why they elected her. Uh, what if she people were still to vote? Because her name is still on the ballot. What would happen if she got more votes than Nick Knopf?
2: Yeah. So there is no real mechanism for withdrawal at this point. So her withdrawal is a statement of intention. Um, but there's no real mechanism because it was too late to take her name off the ballot anyway. So, uh, it'll really fall on the city. If she, if she does get more votes, um, the, there will be decisions that she has to make and decisions that the city has to make about whether it's considered a vacancy, um, whether she has to formally resign. And uh, if there is a vacancy, the outcome of that is that it has to be a special
0: election. All right, Brianna Lennon, Boone County Clerk, thank you for your time on the show this morning.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me. All
0: right, have a great day. Coming up, just, you know one of my favorite songs we play here on the show?
1: There was an old farmer who lived on a rock. He sat in the meadow just shaking his head.
0: And I love this. It's called the Assumption Song. And I love it. And I know some people uh they get uncomfortable and I ask, well, why? Well, because uh, you know, and I'm like, No, I, I I don't know. Well, because it makes me think of bad things. And we have an excuse to play this song coming up just a few minutes from now, you know, personal oh boy. life. <laughs> I always just looking That's all I do every morning What did Biden do? What did McConnell do? What's Trump doing? Is there an excuse to play the Assumption song this morning? That's what I'm always after Uh, But there's an interesting story Out of the state of Maine As it relates to personalized plates And I gotta tell you man When I read the plate I'm like Oh yeah I fell for it It has an entirely different meaning The battle to dump that plate This
3: is Wake Up Mid-Missouri With Brandon Rathart
1: Pulling refuse and litter from yesterday's hunt, while the girl in the meadow was rubbing her eyes at the fellow down by the dock. He looked like a man with a sizable home in the country.
0: Oh, why don't we play that? Because it's just a vision. People go woo. And they don't say what you think they are going to say. And that's what I tell. I can't believe you're playing that song. Uh, it's filthy. I say, well, how so? How is it filthy? What's bad about that song? And they say, well, you know. No, I, I, I don't know. There is nothing inherently wrong with that song. What's wrong is people like me expecting what the next word is going to be. And I am wrong, but that's the way my mind thinks. And if that's the way your mind thinks too, well, good well, on you. Welcome aboard. <laughs> welcome aboard. Uh, but I just, You guys always
1: have your head in the gutter. Right.
0: And you don't? No. Uh, yeah, okay. No, no. Who's in charge of the kids now? Uh, anyhow, it brings me uh, to a story in Maine. Uh, there's this dude who wanted to get personalized license plates. It's always been a fun story here in Missouri. Personalized plates, some of the more interesting ones, the more unique ones, creative, clever ones. I dig those, but it's kind of weird sometimes. Like, if you see an especially creative, personalized plate, and you're following them down Missouri Boulevard, and after, like, 15 seconds, I realized I'm focused on the plate. I'm not paying attention to traffic. Quit being so creative with your personalized license plates.
1: The one time Brandon wants to read <laughs> is when he's driving.
0: So... Here's the plate, John. Write write these letters down, Hannah. Okay. You got write these down, Hannah. The letters are L U V, T O F U, L U V.
1: How
2: okay. did that get approved? Don't they have to be approved?
1: It's like Maine. It didn't translate well to English up there, I guess. <laughs> so it's it's love tofu, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. But is that what you first thought when you first
0: no. saw it? John? <laughs> No. I had
2: to
1: think really hard
2: about it. (laughs) No.
0: It's love tofu. But me as a 52 year old dude, sometimes I still have a 16 year old brain and I am working on it. But the state of Maine.
1: You're not a vegan from Maine either,
0: though. I'm not a vegan from an incredibly progressive state of Maine. Uh, I I don't get it. This story, you could also title this story Progressive versus Progressive. And here's why. This dude, he's a progressive, uh, he loves tofu. He says, it's my protest against eating meat and animal products. Have you ever eaten tofu? That's right. The soy
1: boy was taken. He had to get this one.
0: By the way, (laughs) kudos to the Missouri Soybean uh, Producers Association. There you go. Uh,
1: (laughs) This guy's saying, it's my
0: protest against eating meat and animal products. Ah. very progressive. State of Maine, also progressive. And here's the progressive part on the state of uh, uh, Maine. They're like, well, uh, the state concluded the license plate. L-U-V-T-O-F-U could have been seen as a reference to sex instead of admiration for bean curd. <laughs> <laughs> bean i Looks <laughs> like to be
1: the guy that type up that press release.
0: <laughs> bean curds. They didn't cover this at the Mizzou School of Journalism. Uh, So that's the thing. Well, it could have been. And this is, and I love Gary Nolan. He's here every weekday morning at 9 o'clock. And one of the big things, him and Brian Hansen. Brian Hansen is the star of the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, Government does these things because you're too stupid. Common mantra on the Gary Nolan Show. So Maine is saying, well, it could have been. We don't want to offend people. And we should decide, not you. And we know it says love tofu. And we know the implication, by the way, because this dude also drives around with a whole bunch of bumps. Stickers on his car espousing the benefits of bean curd.
1: Does he drive a Prius?
0: I'm guessing a, a Subaru. Oh, okay. Or or a Prius would would also fit in there. They're saying, well, it could a have moped been. <laughs> <laughs> with a little helmet with a with a bean curd on top of that helmet. They're like, well, it could have been a, a seen as a reference to sex.